Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Madhouse Podcast. As always, I am your host, Mad Max. Today's episode is our Ninja Turtles episode, and we are going to be going through... This is going to be a three-part episode. Uh, This first episode, we're going to be talking about the original three films uh, that came out in the 90s, and then we'll cover the animated film that came out in the 2000s, and then, of course, we'll cover the two Michael Bay Ninja Turtles films, but... However, this first episode, we're going to cover the first three uh, Ninja Turtles films. This was the live-action films. Uh, The first one came out in 1990. Uh, The second one, I believe, came out in uh, 91. And then the third and final one came out in 93. Now, this was the first time that the Ninja Turtles had been introduced into a film that was live-action. And uh, I believe the first film... It takes place in. It's obviously takes place in New York. Um, the film stars Judith Haig, Judith Haig and uh, Elias Cotillas. Uh, Judith playing April O'Neil and Elias playing Casey Jones. And then of course we have our uh, the characters of the Ninja Turtles who are basically puppeteers. Uh, they're actors in suits playing the characters. Corey Feldman is actually the voice and character of. Uh, Donatello in that first film and the first film is basically uh, it centers around it centers around the turtles going up against this mysterious group known as the Foot Clan who have been committing all these types of small crimes around the city and they meet their nemesis known as the Shredder it's basically like an origin story you you don't really get it's not an origin story per se about the turtles themselves it's more so an origin story about the first encounters of the Turtles, the Foot Clan, and the Shredder. We get more of an origin on Splinter and Shredder and all that other stuff. But yeah, man, that first film was legit. It came out, I wasn't, I mean, I wasn't born yet when that movie had come out, but I've seen it. And that first one, although it's a, it has some very dark moments, it's, it's kind of a darker tone. To be honest, the first one is, out of all three of these films... The first one is the darkest one of them all. It really is. It's uh, it's got a dark tone. It has a little bit of a of a revenge story. It, in a lot of ways, it's like the old you know teacher versus master, you know old ninja story, and everything like that. And you know, it had a lot of elements to like movies like Enter the Dragon, and uh, things like that. And it it was it was like. Uh, like a Jim Henson's version of this martial arts film. It just so happened to feature the Ninja Turtles. And um, there's a lot of moments in the film where it does turn dark. Like there's a moment where after Donna, after Raphael has been attacked by the Foot Clan and kind of left for dead, he's put inside the bathtub and the whole time Leo is um, is sitting in the in the restroom waiting for him to wake up basically and things like that and that was such a real profound moment especially to a kid like me i was like wow man because you realize they do play up the whole brother versus brother you know the leader of the group and the rebellious one of the group and everything like that and it's such a profound moment that you, it it really does kind of it does kind of pave the way for you know what eventually what was supposed to come but unfortunately the movies as the movie progresses as the movies progress and i mean like not necessarily the movie this first movie i mean like all three of these films they kind of get a little bit more lighter and sillier if that makes sense uh 
the first film is well grounded and it's well put together it's well acted and everything like that and then when we jump to the second one now the second one is probably the most famous one it's uh the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Part 2, The Secret of the Ooze. And it is by far, it is by far the best one of the, uh, of the trilogy. It's a lot lighter in tone. Um, it, it really kind of goes to more of the animated cartoonish styles of, of the, uh, obviously of the animated show that came out in the late 80s, early 90s. But at the time, you know, that movie had come out. It's got the vanilla ice, uh, the vanilla ice uh, in there, and it's got all that stuff kind of harkening back to what was cool about the early '90s. You know, Ninja Turtles, Vanilla Ice, hip hop music was starting to really kind of make a come around and everything like that. But I think it was more, it was more style over substance, so to speak. To where the first film was story driven, this one was more of like a Saturday morning cartoon in a lot of ways. Don't get me wrong, it's still a great film. You know, they introduced the new characters of Toka and Razor, uh, which was kind of cool. And, you know, it's just people in suits and really kind of just going ahead fighting and everything like that. Basically, I think because this trilogy was made by the Jim Henson uh, Creature Show, that, you know, that's kind of that was kind of the style and the direction that they were going for. But unfortunately, you know, Jim Henson had a great idea for what he was trying to make these characters become as far as live action goes. But unfortunately, I don't think he ever got a chance to see it through. Uh, Jim Henson did pass away in 1990. Uh, this was right around, I want to say it was a little bit after the first film had come out. So he never got to see, you know, the other two films and everything like that. The second film centers on, now the second film as far as story goes, it's more of an origin story on the turtles, where they come from and how they were created. And basically it's the secret of the ooze, like what it does, you know, because these turtles were, you know, infused with this uh, chemical in the sewers of New York, you know, that's how they were mutant ninja turtles and everything like that. So um, that was kind of cool to kind of give them like a backstory on, it's basically telling the secret of the ooze, and then they take the ooze and they give it to other animals, like a snapping turtle and a, and a, and a howling wolf, which was kind of cool and everything like that, thus we have our new characters by the name of Toka and Razor, and, um, that was, this one was really cool, it was much more entertaining, not as serious as the first one, but much more entertaining as far as uh, comedy and far as the action was pretty good the fight teams were pretty good they introduced a couple of new characters now the one glaring difference from the film was the fact that they recasted um, April O'Neil in the first film she's played by Judith Haig in the second film she's played by Paige Takaro now Paige Takaro plays April O'Neil in part 2 and in part 3 and I'm not sure why uh I'm not, yeah, I, I don't really know the whole story behind that, uh, but I do know that, but I do know, uh, from, I do know from the, the first film to the second film, you can obviously see that there's a new, a new character, a new woman playing the character of April O'Neil. Now, I thought this April O'Neil was kind of cool. She was much more animated, a little bit more uh, lively, if that makes any sense. She was much more, much more kid friendly. I think it's because 
because of the change in tone, I understand why they would do that. But at the same time, because I think Judith Haig's performance in the first one was more grounded and more centered because that was the tone of the movie that they were going for. To whereas in the second one, they kind of, you know, let's brighten it up for the kids and did all that. They went with Paige Takaro, who, in my opinion, plays a better uh, plays a better April O'Neil to begin with and everything like that. So I that's like that's the main difference from part one to part two. Uh, that the fact that there's two different women playing April O'Neil, uh, there's no Casey Jones in the second one at all. I don't think they make reference to him really at all either. Uh, but the movie picks up a little bit after, like a few weeks after the events of the first one, and things like that. So it was kind of cool to see that. It was kind of cool to see that the 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 integrity and the the integrity and the ingenuity of the story really stays on pace. You know, we don't lose pacing. Like you can watch both of these back to back and you know really have fun with them the only like i said the only glaring hole you would notice is that the jump from part one to part two is a drastic change as far as tone and then of course as far as the uh the actress who plays april o'neill now the third one in my opinion i never really enjoyed the third one uh because it that's when it, it got too silly it got too um it got too, a little bit, it got a little bit too much of like a Saturday morning cartoon, even though that's what they were going for with part two, the third one just kind of went all out, full, you know, animated and things like that, you know, in the third film, Paige Takaro plays, you know, she returns as April O'Neil, and they come across the, the, uh, the sands of time, the scepter of time. And everything like that. And rather than going back in time, they swap places with four or five people from a wartime Japan. And thus our story begins. And because of these four warriors from the future come back to Japan and they kind of settle this whole thing. And, you know, it got to do with time travel. And, you know, you got these samurais who are living in New York and the turtles end up in wartime japan along with april o'neill it didn't feel like a ninja turtles movie it felt like you know something that kind of they threw together at the last minute because they had to make another one you know the third one it had some moments where it is entertaining they brought back elias cotis as casey jones and everything like that but overall it wasn't that great of a film um I, you know i hardly remember any standout moments from the film like i do the first two but i, I really don't think that they like, they didn't try their best, basically. Um, they tried to, you know, they tried to throw the turtles into a real-life moment in Japan. And um, it, it really, it really kind of goes to show you that, you know, by then they were just trying to stay relevant in the going into the mid-90s and that kind of ended it there and thus we had you know it was back to the smaller screen back to animated and things like that and and stuff like that as as time went on it became more and more that you know the turtles were going to have to go back to an animated series and everything like that and, and a lot of shows that they had in the late 90s and early 2000s was pretty good and it wasn't until 2007 that they kind of came back in a way that not too many people saw Rather than 2D animation like they had been doing, they went 3D animation with the 2007 film, but we'll get more into that film when we get to that episode. But yeah, this third film, the, the, three, the third film was not all that great. And 
I always looked at the Ninja Turtles series as the same way I look at the Blade series. Now, that's a horrible comparison because I thought the first Blade was really good. Blade 2 is the best one of the series, and then Blade 3 was a massive disappointment. The same way I look at the Ninja Turtles. The first Ninja Turtles film was great. It had a dark tone, but it still felt fun. The second one was far better, even though it's a radical different uh, departure from the first film as far as tone and everything like that. And then the third film, because the first, because the second film was so much fun, the third film tried to reach a little bit too far into theatrics and things like that and science and everything like that. It was a bit of a disappointment. And, um, you know, and I think that was the last time that we saw a live action film until, you know, I think it was 2014 when Michael Bay had the reboot. But, um, yeah, the the original the original live action trilogy of the Ninja Turtles was really good uh, to an extent. You know, the first film was good. Second film was a whole lot better. The third film was a massive disappointment. So any way you look at it, it's entertaining. Uh, definitely check it out. It always holds a place, special place in my heart, especially a lot of kids who grew up in the 90s. Ninja Turtles were awesome, man. You know, the 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 video game, that side-scrolling video game that they have was really cool. The, the, the television series got a whole lot better after the three movies had already come out. And uh, they really expanded on the rogues gallery of the characters of villains that they had with these new shows that came out in the 2000s and uh, everything like that. So, you know, it, I mean, it was cool. It wasn't... It wasn't nothing out of the ordinary, but at the same time, it was, it was something that it came out at the right time in front of the right audience, and it always leaves behind a lasting legacy. So uh, the first, the original trilogy of the Ninja Turtles films has always been a classic to me, whether it's the first one or the second one. If you have to watch the third one, go ahead. I mean, I wouldn't recommend it. It's not all that great, but if you just want to see another adventure with the turtles and and April O'Neil, then go ahead and check out uh, Ninja Turtles 3. Uh, but anyways, guys, that's going to go ahead and do it for today's episode. If you liked the episode, be sure to follow the podcast on all podcast outlets, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Google Play, Odyssey, Reddit, wherever you're getting your podcast from. Be sure to follow the podcast on all social media outlets, Instagram and Twitter, The Madhouse 21. Um, be on the lookout for more episodes as they come out. Uh, like I said, we are going to be covering uh, the animated film uh, TMNT, which came out in 2007 in the next one. And then, of course, in the last episode, we'll cover the uh, the two Michael Bay uh, rebooted films. And then we'll, I think sometime this weekend, we will definitely be checking out uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. So be on the lookout for that. Be on the lookout for anything and everything that comes out of this podcast. And, of course, as always, be sure to embrace your inner madness.